Welcome to another episode of Talking Shift. This podcast is a place for people to acquire knowledge of spirituality, or as I like to call it, our evolution. We talk about everything from spirits, psychics, the Galactic Federation, the Intergalactic Federation, channeling, spirituality, like all the things, starseeds, earth angels, healing, but my favorite, the ups and downs of being in these damn meat suits. Some of the shows you're going to be stuck with me, Diamond, as your host, and other various healers and wisdom sharers as we connect and we chat about our journeys, our experiences, and many discoveries we've had moving through our human and spiritual lives. We'll share some practices, tools that we've learned to help you shift your reality. We're all in this together, right? I would love for you to join us on our journey as we share and connect with others and create a space of acceptance and empowerment. We are brave, we are bold, we are raw, and we are very real. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Feel free to reach out at our email, reachout at diamondno.com or connect with us on our socials. TikTok is diamond.no and Facebook and Instagram are both diamondno and O as in nope. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Well, hey, hey, you're here with myself, Dime No, and Sarah Rose today. Hello. How are you? It's- Good. It's uh, It's been a little bit of a, like an up-down situation right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. intense. Like, it is Monday, October 31st when we're recording this, yep. and we're moving into a month of intense oh. receiving. I did the pre so every month I do like the monthly forecast, right? So I record the energy and I break it down week by week on what to expect and what we're going to go through. Yeah. And November is all about receiving. So I got something I really want to talk about that's in alignment with that today. So November is this huge month of receiving internal clarity, epiphanies, self-actualization, a deeper, broader bigger funnel of channeling your galactic energy, the Senate masters, the Senate guides, all of those things. And we're really moving into this soul purpose energy vibe, right? right? We've had two huge transitions. So we had an activation integration receiving in the summer and then September, October, November is activation integration receiving. And then we're getting another one. Yeah. Like January, February. So the intensity, and I feel so redundant. I'm always like, oh my gosh, it's so intense, but it is. And it's just going to keep escalating. So I thought today, um, I want to share a tiny itty bitty bit about my story and how we, I took a vision and got to where we are right now. Okay. So the overall theme I want to chat about is owning your vision and moving out of fear with that vision. Uh, but it's so real like it's and it's so So real like real and true like all the time yeah and it's it's endless too so it's like 20 years ago I had a vision of my vision was 20 years ago I just want to change like a couple lives a week and that kept growing and growing and growing and growing to the point now where we're global. We have clients in every country except for, well, not every country. We don't have China or Japan right now, but I think we're pretty much everywhere else, which is yeah, we are effing cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, 
makes me really tired because of the time zone differences, but it's wicked ass and I love it. And it's just such an honor. So I want to share what I, what you and I teach our clients with right. stepping into that vision, whether that vision is family, a supportive partner, a happy family home, or if that vision is sole purpose or public speaking or yeah. traveling the world. I've done all of these things. I've gotten to try it all. Um, not that I'm tuning my horn, but I know how I've done it. So I want to really dissect this today okay. and give some really powerful tips because November is so supportive. So first let's talk about the vision. Do it. Right. Okay. Yep. So we want to, we want to break this apart. If you don't know what you want, you're not going to get anything. You're just going to get a mismatch of everything, right? Yep. So your, we are energetic beings. Let's start with this. We are energetic beings. Our vortex, AKA um, your electromagnetic field, also known as your aura, same thing. This is an energy vortex that's around you. Your energy vibrates a particular vibration. That vibration comes from the subconscious thought patterns and the intention that you have. Okay. So that radiates into your electromagnetic field, your vortex, yep. and the law of attraction responds to that like attracts like. So whatever your vibration is, you're going to be constantly receiving. So first note, we should have just done a whole thing on manifesting because it's such bullshit what's out there. You do not have to manifest. There is no st five steps to manifesting. There is no magic solution to manifesting. Manifestation is simply the reciprocation of what you are. Right. Right then and there. Okay, so when we take this to this vision that we have, when I first started, I remember when I first started trying to figure this out. So I'm like 20. Oh, so wise. <laughs> 20, thinking I got this figured out. And I wanted like the big house with the pool. I wanted the fancy cars. I wanted my, I had my kids' bedrooms decorated. Um, like, oh, like, oh yeah, this is going to be amazing. And the marriage and the ring and the da -da 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 -da. like society programmed, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking about it to a friend and her being like, well, how the hell are you going to go from where you are to that? And I was like, I'm just going to manifest it. What are you talking about? And then it didn't happen. Right. Well, eventually, but not then. Right. Until I understood that piece, I will only ever receive what I am. So now when it comes to that vision, I started with a big giant vision of being on stage and talking to like thousands and thousands of people. And I just wanted to sign one autograph. I was like, I just want to sign one autograph. That's all I want. It took me 10 years to get to that spot. Okay. 10 long years to get to that space. Because I didn't understand what was holding me back. And I hadn't thought to think about the journey towards the vision. It was just like I had my eyes set on that and that was it. Nothing else was right. acceptable. So then what happens with that, if I'm only holding on to that vision, and I'm not enjoying the journey towards the vision. I am experiencing lack over and over and over again because it's oh, yeah. not the vision. Not yeah, because you're looking not at the, the end game and you're not paying attention to what's going on right now in your life. Exactly. Constantly looking ahead, right? Yep. So then I was trying, striving, waiting, yeah. anticipating. Why isn't it happening? Where? When is it going to be? Yeah. So that was what was going into my vortex. So I was getting a lot of roadblocks, a tremendous amount of roadblocks. And then the best thing ever that happened to me 
was four years ago, actually. So I started figuring out this alignment thing, did a lot of deep healing, which we're going to dissect all of that. But it was four years ago that Nikki, so Nikki, our support yeah, system, yeah. right? So she yeah. does all her social media. She's my strongest support. She supports us all. She's like, like the mom behind closed doors for us. <laughs> She's like yes. the company's mom. Yeah. Um, amazing creature. She's incredible. So Nikki and I were hanging out and we we were holding this woman's circle. A snowstorm happened. Nobody got to show up because of the snowstorm because we were way up north in Canada. And so we're hanging out and we're like, all right, well, you might as well sleep over because you can't get home because of the blizzard. Let's just have a couple of drinks. Let's just hang out. So one thing leads to another. We're dressed now in unicorn outfits and <laughs> we're, le- we're in this cottage. We're having a couple of glasses of wine in unicorn outfits and we start joking around about what does it look like in a year from now? And in that joking around came our Be Brave Parade that we do once a year. Okay. Um, came, what does it look like? What do our retreats look like? And we're both very quirky is the word I'll use, right? Like you've hung out with mm-hmm. us, you know, we're yeah. quirky. And so we just started playing and it just grew. This vision kept growing and we were laughing so hard about you know, what the parade would look like, what these retreats would look like on being brave in the world. And it was very funny. And there's like all these little sketches. We had a whole notebook full of like hashtags and like sketches. And we we're just okay. laughing our asses off. But because we were so ingrained, this is the trick with your vision. We were so ingrained and invoked so much joy during that visualization. Like we were laughing so hard by the end of the night, I did not have makeup on because I was just like wiping my tears away. <laughs> I love it. I might've, I might've peed my pants once or twice too. <laughs> like I'm in my forties. I don't know. So like it, it just kept escalating and escalating. And we were just so in the emotional energy of it that that literally became our reality within 12 months. There was, wow. we did endless retreats in Costa Rica her and I traveled all over the place together. This is when she was my executive assistant, not like okay. everything that she is now. Um, the Brave Parades took off. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, it just like it unfolded. So the differentiating factor between your vision board or your desire list that we talk a lot about in your journal is invoking emotion. Right. You have to get those high vibrational emotions into it. The passion. The passion, the joy, the laughter, the excitement, the thrill, the, like for me, the compassion. I am so passionate and compassion for humanity. Like, oh, I love watching people fall in love with themselves in front of me. Yes. It's incredible. So it's getting all these emotions. So you have to know your vision. If you're going to be able to move out of fear and step into that vision, step one, you've got to know that vision. You've got to feel that vision. So when I visualize now, um, oh, I do it through the power 369, which is so much faster. But anyway, I will sit and invoke all my emotions. So I use music. I use aromatherapy. Okay. I, I pace around. I take quiet time. Nobody's home. I mean, I live alone, which is great, but I make sure no one's visiting. And because there's a lot of family that comes and goes. Everybody go to your rooms over here. Like, yeah. it's like everybody go back to your houses yeah. <laughs> in the backyard. Um, 
And I spend time letting the energy move through me. So when I'm visualizing, I'm actually pacing. That's what works for me. And I let it move through me. And I remember wanting to teach on a stage. The first like big gig that I had on a stage, like that was thousands and thousands of people. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. It was great though. But leading into that, I would, my living room carpet was my stage. No joke. Okay. This is what a nerd I am, but it freaking works. I would act like the hallway was backstage and the rug in my living room was the stage I love and it. I would have headphones on and I'd be listening to music and I'd have my notes in my hand and I'd be like, okay. And I'd be backstage and I'd be pumping myself up. And then I'd walk out on stage and be like, Zen, diamond, Zen, send energies and healing. Let's create this. And I would practice in my living room stage. And in a very short amount of time, I think it was within a few weeks that I started doing that. I had my first speaking on a stage. Like I'm behind camera all the time, but like, yeah, like thousands and thousands of people, right? Yep. I felt it when I was moving through. So whatever works for you, you really have to set yourself up for success. You've got to know this vision. You've got to get crystal clear on what do you want to feel, right? Not what kind of car and what color it is. Not what kind of house in the street address or the country. Not how how is it going to come? When is it going to come? None of that. Right. Mm -hmm. You want to know, what do I want to feel? So one of the things that you and I both teach in divine alignment is what does it look like on your perfect day, waking up in the morning? That's right. So lay in bed, close your eyes. What does it feel like waking up in the morning? What is your schedule? What's going through your mind? Are you waking up to an alarm clock? Cause I don't know. I don't want to. I actually always wake up and my feet are touching like a sheepskin rug when I get off the bed. Mm. Like it's so soft. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Mm, I love that. (laughs) I wake up in like a king size bed starfishing with my coffee already pre-made because my partner came over and made it, which is my reality. Yeah. My fiance's downstairs with my coffee. (laughs) So it's like, it's it's step by step by step. Are you rushed when you wake up? Like, I wake up completely starfishing a bed. And then yeah. what is it? What's your routine when you wake up in your perfect day, your perfect life? Yeah. What is your routine? I, my story, which is my reality now, I always wake up. I don't have to have an alarm. My body just knows and it's restored. I have two hours of me time, whether I want to go to the gym or play with the dog or whatever, go for a walk, whatever I want to do in the morning. I am not rushed. Right. And then I can shower. I have an at-home office. I've had an at-home at home office for the last decade, more than that maybe. And the ease of flowing through my home, getting to wear stretchy pants all day. Can we just talk about that in itself? That is such a treat to me. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, F yes. I love stretchy pants. They're really good. I want to be comfortable. I like to sit cross-legged, right? So I'm like, stretchy pants. Yeah. Anyway. So I want you to go through what is your perfect day? I want you to create emotion. Then you've got to own it. Yeah. Right. So with me and my big vision, I was always looking at when am I signing the autograph and when am I walking on stage? I was so there that I wasn't enjoying the journey to it. Same as when you go on travel, right? Are you just so excited about landing at your destination or is there anticipation and excitement, you know? Packing, going to the airport, sitting at the airport, waiting for your plane, getting on the plane, that right. first fresh air. Like, it's so cool. That's my favorite part about travel. The first breath of air, if, especially if you're getting off on a tarmac, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, 
Yes. Like anytime I land in Central America, it's on the tarmac and I'm like, I have arrived (laughs) (laughs) with my sunglasses on. Um, and me, I get off the tarmac and it's like a humid place. It's like, yeah, mine too. (laughs) I know it's why I wear hats. (laughs) Um, so yeah, going through that vision and feeling it and the journey towards it, the curiosity, curiosity, I cannot hit you hard enough with that. Curiosity is the best frequency for creation. Like, oh, I wonder. Ooh, I wonder. And playing kind of with that energy. Sounds flighty, but it totally works. All right. So that's step one. That's like 20 steps in a step, but there's there's the big hunk. Know your vision, right? Yep. Now, how do we move out of fear? And then I'm going to give you some side notes on how to sustain the momentum of your energy. So how do we move out of fear? The crazy part because it's going to happen. Like we, we have, we have like, um, what did we call it right before we started recording? A glitch in the system. There's glitches. You're yeah. very normal to have fear. I still, I've been doing this for so long. I know I'm a master alignment. I was going to say manifester, but I like, I'm in alignment with my desires. Yeah. And I still will have moments of fear. But like knowing that that fear is there, that it's like, hey, that's what's happening right now. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly that. Exactly that. It's catching it and knowing yeah. like, oh, what are we really afraid of here? Yeah. Now, when you first start learning this, Ooh. oh man, <laughs> there's a lot. Yes. There's a lot yeah. of fear. Like we, every single human has had their own form of trauma, neglect, abuse, abandonment. Yeah. We, we've all struggled Absolutely. with something. We've all endured something that has made us more aware of how we function and it's we've all had our challenges and so those challenges is what's going to surface somewhere within your vortex so either you're going to become real snappy with someone in your house or it's you're just full-blown going to know what's going on those that doubt that fear of receiving the fear of worth it could be um like I know you and I, you have a lot of clients who go through redefining what love or intimacy or yes. money or like you have to redefine your belief structures because yeah. they're established by the time we're eight and whatever we've perceived and been taught and been shown yeah. about receiving worth, value, being seen, being heard, being loved, intimacy, money, career, job, our role in the world, all of that is in the subconscious. And it's not even um, like immediate family, like direct family that you're living with or a parental figure. It's everybody that surrounded you. Yeah. Growing up. Everything. Yeah. Everything from where you sat in the car. Yep. All the way, (laughs) you know, it's like everything, everything has had an impact on how you perceive the world. Right. And that's hiding in your subconscious, which is 95% of your conscious structure. That's what's creating your vortex. The, the predominant, like 95, 95% of your energy is in the subconscious in your vortex. 5% is the stuff that's going on in your head. Right. So when fear starts to lurk in or leak in, it's catching it and identifying like, what is this? Right. And this is yeah. the most important piece. If you do not go into your subconscious and work on healing those limiting beliefs, you will never truly fully experience the receiving that you want to receive. 
it'll be a constant cycle. It's like walking the same path in the woods over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the universal laws. The universal law of rhythm is you same thing over and over and over again until you change what's going on within you. And then you can step into the next realm. So that's what we do with divine alignment. And I know you, Lisa, and myself, now I'm doing it remote. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have kids like you. <laughs> so I get to go do it on beaches. Um, but that's what the program is. It's about healing that belief structure. And there's so much information out there, but it's all about that inner child space is the pre- predominant thing. Yeah. Right? I'd say that's a good, what, 70% of healing mm-hmm. the subconscious. So understanding your fear, you've got to accept it. You've got to look at it. You've got to love it. You've got to nurture it. Okay. I always joke about mine being a bunny. I call it a bunny. When fear really, yeah, like dead serious. My clients think I'm such a goofball, but it works. Yes, it does. If you think about like an abandoned little baby bunny, how it would be trembling. Right. And no matter what you do to that baby bunny, if you try to force your love on it, if you try to be like, okay, step up, everything's fine. You're safe. If that's what we do with our fears, we're like, don't be stupid. Well, at least it's not this. Yeah. Other people have had it so much worse. How often do we hear that one? Oh, oh my God. Mine's not that bad. There's people who've had it so much worse. And I'm like, fuck that. Let's just talk about you. That's not true. Right. We've all had trauma to our own degree. So there's that belief there's, so we just disregard it. And we're like, I know I'm afraid, but it doesn't make any sense. I look at mine as a scared little bunny and I'm like, oh, bunny, it's okay. It's totally okay that you're afraid right now. What are you really afraid of? Because I'm just going to sit here and be here for that. And the fear eventually begins to transform into I'm being nurtured, right. which is a high vibration. So that's how mine works. I'm like, oh, baby, funny, it's okay. Every I time like I have that. fear. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll go look right in the mirror and I'll be like, funny, it's all right, baby. I like, I got you. I'm so gentle with my inner child and my fear. And I never disregard it. I never say I'm being stupid. I'm not going to add to, I'm not going to shame something that's already low vibration. Right. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just look at this. And depending on, again, how, what you were raised in, in that environment, that's what teaches you on how to nurture that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Area, that fear, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I never got any nurturing. It was like. Well, so I mean, to- like if you got judgment or oh, yeah. shame and jealousy and like all of these things would just create that specific their character within you right yep yeah I remember one time I dislocated my knee I was like 12 oh dislocated my knee I was like away on a school trip like a week camping trip or something yeah and then when I got home it was you're just trying to get attention oh and I was like uh okay cool so it's like we've all had our own experiences right yeah that's why I will never disregard or add to that pain, that, that fear. Yeah. I will nurture it. Yeah. And I pressure my clients into the same thing. And I know you do too. It's like, no, we're going to be kind with this. We're going to really examine this. Yeah. We're going to look at it and love it. It's a piece of you. We're going to love this piece of you and help it trust so that right. you can move into trust instead of it resurfacing. Because if you don't heal it, if you don't nurture it and heal it, it's going to re-manifest itself or re-show up in a totally different projection. 
So you might think that you're afraid of airplanes and then all of a sudden you're afraid of the dark and then all of a sudden you're afraid of lack of money and then all of a sudden you're afraid of, and it'll just keep trying to, the ego will try and put it onto something, place it on something that it can make logic of. That's what it's trying to do, but it's actually just something deeper, right? Yep. Anyways, there's that step. (laughs) We're going to bunny our fear. (laughs) After that, we want to go into owning it. So this is, this is the stinger Ready? If you don't fucking change, it's not going to change, right? You're not going to have it. You have to participate in change. And that's the part where 90% of people fail because they're just like lofty. They've got their vision board. They get their emotions going, cool beans. They're looking at their fear. They're doing the work. And then they're like, "Mm, let's sit on the couch and wait for Oprah to call. Yeah. (laughs) Not happening right? You have to participate in it. And it's not a lot of participation. It's actually only 5%. Yeah. 5% towards that goal. These look like powerful. I am statements. I am ready for this. I am willing to step into this. I'm willing to receive this. I am willing to take action towards this. So you got your power statements. Then you want to set yourself up for success of living the vision, right? So this is all in the program. I just realized as we're talking about this, I'm like, I'm literally teaching the first layer of moving from survive to survive in like a 20 minute podcast. So we have to set yourself up for success. And what is it going to, what does, what for you will trigger you back into that vision, back into that perfect day vision so that you can keep that in the forefront. Right. Right. So I I said like, that would be like sensory. Personally, mm-hmm. like music, mm-hmm. um, smells, specific smells, visuals, flowers, you know, things like that would, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am, I am a very visual person. Yeah. So like, I remember one of the first things I did was go and buy myself. My 5% action was I went and bought myself two pairs of Converse running shoes and two pairs of Vans because I love Vans and Converse. I love like, Converse. I love them, right? Yeah. So I bought I bought them and okay. I put them on a shoe shelf. I have a shelf. Like you've been in my house. I've yeah. got a shelf in my living room. You can see where my cool shoes are on it because those were the shoes I was going to wear on stage. That was like my visual. Boop, those are the shoes. Hmm. I'm going to wear those ones the first time I'm on stage. I'm going to wear those ones to New York. I'm going to wear those ones to Cali. I'm going to wear those ones to Hawaii, wherever I'm going. And I look at my shoes and I still, to this day, I keep adding to that collection. Like you walk in my front door and it's just like, oh, a skater wannabe lives here. (laughs) But that was my visual cue. That was one of them. Right. So, and they're in my atmosphere. They're in my line site. They're in my, oh, those are the shoes I wear on stage. Right. Right. And so that's my visual. So you can do this in a, there's no right or wrong in how this works for you. Set yourself up for success. Put an alarm on your phone every hour. What am I thinking about? What's in my vortex? Remind yourself of all these things. So you've got to set yourself up for success because um, motivation is not a natural thing for humans. It's not. You have to be inspired to be motivated. Hmm. That's why like, that makes sense because I'm thinking about school and the things that I did not want to read or do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the inspiration is I will have to think about it if I get it done. 
right? Sometimes that inspiration is like my shoes. (laughs) Totally worked. All right. And then there's just a couple of other things that I want to talk about to add to this because I see these little things where I go, oh, babe, don't, don't do that. So thing number one. Okay. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. I have experienced both, right? Like the talking and then like all of a sudden it doesn't work out or you've got so many different opinions that you really didn't ask about. And then you're really confused and nothing ever jumps Mm -hmm. off. Nothing's triggered. But if you keep it to yourself, I keep everything to myself. Rewarding. Like to get it done and then be like, this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I keep it to myself when I hate unsolicited advice. I'm, I'm not the only one. Like I know I'm not the only one who hates unsolicited advice. Uh, like, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Um, two, I own my vortex. Right. I do not want anyone else adding to it. I don't require someone's positivity in order to make mine big enough. I am well aware of how large and powerful my vortex is. I own my power. I don't need you to add to it. And I know you will because you love me. But I also don't want the naysayers or the people who are like, why are your dreams yeah. so big? Or don't you think you should slow down? Or don't you think you're burning the candle on both ends? Or don't you think? And I'm like, no. Didn't you already do a course? And like, you know, now you're doing another one? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Why do you have so much going on? Yeah. I don't want anybody's energy in my vortex right. when I am in creation mode. Well, we're always in creation mode, but when I'm intentionally in creation mode. Right. I know and I believe that this is my purpose and the universal law of inspired action made me like moved through me for this. So it's happening. I don't need anyone else to add to it. So I don't share anything. People know a little bit about me and I can be quite vulnerable. Right. So they think they know everything about me. Like, no, no. Like we know, we know we like sparkly. <laughs> Oh, we know that there's a partner somewhere in, in, in the sphere, there's a partner and that I live alone, but I don't cohabitate. That's all we know. Um, and Frankie, cause obviously Frankie's online. Right. Um, but like, don't share, don't share, don't let people add to your magnificence. Go let them build their own. Right. And that's the big message. If you take nothing else out of this, my darlings, you are powerful. You are so much stronger than you're aware of. You are worthy and deserving of this vision, soul purpose. Own it. Own it and hold it. And it will happen. There's that piece. And then the very last thing. Don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And it's a hard one. A little bit. Can be. Well, when you're first starting out, it definitely is. And you actually don't even recognize what you're doing until like... Yeah. But like, it could stop you from doing a live. It could stop you from doing a post. It could stop mm-hmm. you for trying something new mm-hmm. just or being yourself. Cause you're so worried about what everybody else's response is going to be from what you've put out into the world. Mm-hmm. It is especially stepping into sole purpose. It's yeah. like being an artist. I was an interior designer back in like 1998, 99, 2000. Okay. And I share this only because one of the things I would do, like I would just, I'd show up in like Manhattan or wherever. I'd get a credit card. I'd get a chauffeur. They go away. I would spend a week revamping. And then they'd come home to the unveiling. 
let me tell you how I would hold my breath when they would walk in the door because you're terrified. This is my art. This is my perception of you in your home. It's scary, but they're going to hate it. And it's the same thing with putting out a product or a service. It's very vulnerable. It's extremely vulnerable. Right. But if you are concerned about other people's perceptions of your product, your surface, or yourself, you are in fear and it will not happen. That's right. It won't. It'll happen very, very minute. And you'll never be your authentic self. You'll never know what it feels like to be actually you Mm -hmm. out there doing Mm -hmm. your thing. Doing your thing hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can speak from my own experiences. It was terrifying for me beginning this company, right? And we've gone through a lot of like revamps. You know, we've rebranded a couple of times. We've renamed a couple of times. Okay. It used to be called Rebellious Awakening, which I still love and I still hesitate. Like, should it be called that? I don't know. Um, and it's like, I used to care. I very much used to care about, am I going to be accepted? Right. Are people going to value me? And so I kept educating and educating and more certificates and more certificates and more certificates. And it was like, just stop and do already. Yeah. Like, like ridiculous. So you learn from school, but to generate the wisdom within yourself and you have to actually do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like own it, go out there and own it and do it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be you, man. Yeah. You just got to be you. And not care what other people think easier said than done so mm-hmm. how do we how do we really truly do that and how do we even see that we're concerned with what other people think okay so for me i recognize that i do that myself especially if i'm talking about vulnerable aspects of my childhood and if i'm writing an article or a blog and i'm posting it or i'm making a video on tiktok it's um I used to like sit there and be like, oh no, I like, I really have to soften this. No, I really can't say this. I can't really take ownership and say if it was my dad or my mom. And now I'm just like, I'm just going to do it because Mm -hmm. I know that it needs to be out there for myself and somebody else is going to find it and be like, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. But it's ripping off the bandaid and you might cry after. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Might poop your pants. I don't know, but it's, yeah, I just, I think I got to the point that I was just so fucking tired of constantly fearing every single person out there. Mm-hmm. And then just like really recognizing that it wasn't myself. I wasn't being authentic. I was hiding from everything that really made me who I was today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did the over explain. Okay. I got to justify why. Um, because if you understand why, then, okay, then, then I'm not going to get your judgment on it. Right. That was, that was my habit for a long time. Right. Um, and that came from a childhood of not being listened to. Right. Like I I was never heard ever still in my young adulthood with my family, not fucking heard. They had this perception of me being this big, bold, strong, mean, cold hearted woman, because I am intense and I am strong and I am powerful, right. but that's not my, your perception of me comes from your perception of the world, not from right. me. I was on the different, like at some points I was, you know, the bold, strong one and like very fierce. 
and defensive. And then on the other side, it was kind of like a, yeah, okay, Sarah, like move on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 No, off. Yeah. 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 It's, it, we all have our experiences and yeah. how we bring ourselves to the world is going to be really, and I can see it like in TikTok, I can see, oh my gosh, because I've been doing divine alignment with clients for so long. Yeah. I go to TikTok and I'm like, oh baby, like I see how you're projecting your message and why there's a few that I really respect on there. Oh my okay. Powerful people on there. And I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> like I've got nothing else to say except for yes. <laughs> like high fives, queen, king, yes. Um, but we we approach when we have fear of other people's perception of us, our service, or what we're bringing to the world. We don't like just like you were saying. We don't approach the message the same way. Right. We don't approach how we share it, spread it, speak it, live it, be it the same way. If we are concerned on other people's perception. Right. And we have all had our own journeys. We all have our own lens that we're working through all of us. And so we're all looking through our own lens. And so the way I choose to see the world is based on my perception of the world. Right. So my perception, my opinions, they're mine. Right. They're not for anyone else. And the same thing goes for those that are looking at you for our followers, like everyone's looking through their own lens. It has nothing to do with you. That's right. The more you tap into healing your fears of being seen and valued and really worthy, everything changes because you're just going to stand in your light and you're going to have some haters. I get some. Yep. I used to have a whole club of them, but. And you're not going to like sit there and over obsess over who's going to like it or who's going to enjoy it. And like, Mm-hmm. How many followers to me? I just like now I post and I walk away and I do things yep. like I just live life. <laughs> yep, me too. Yep. I don't check to see how many people have looked at it. I like once in a while I'll check in and like look at the comments to see yeah. if there's like anything else that I can offer. Yeah. Um, but you, it doesn't taint you anymore. No, you can liberate yourself fully from other people's perceptions. Yeah. And when you do that, <laughs> <laughs> unstoppable, amazing, amazing awesome sauce well that's the spiel for today guys that was all nice. right so if you have any suggestions or any topics that you want to hear about shoot us an email at reach out at diamondo.com and you can find all our socials and all of our cool fun things that we're doing on diamondo.com and we'll catch you next time guys bye bye